0: The Pokesport Podcast is now sponsored by Downtown Barbershops here in Stillwater, located at 609 South Main Street. Give them a call 405 269 8590. Check them out at downtownbarbershops.com. Marshall, I was in there on Tuesday. I went in there super early, 8 a.m. Ugh, it was a struggle to get out of bed. I was the only one there. They had just unlocked the door. Like, I got there as he unlocked the door. I got a haircut, I got a shave. It's the first time I've ever had anyone else shave my face. It was an experience hot towels uh, he used lather and like some kind of like shave gel and then more lather. it was it was a one of the best one of the best experiences I've ever had they do children's haircuts buzz haircuts traditional haircuts military cuts razor fades mustache and beard trims Marshall you take advantage of the beard trim it's downtown barbershops is truly a unique experience
1: I, you're right I do love the beard trims there I need to go in I um, need to get another haircut. need to get my beard done again. It's been a few weeks, mm-hmm. um, so I'll go in there in the, the next week or so, um, and I, I know they're going to get me right. He's uh, They're pretty talented in there. He is. So.
0: Yeah, Randall and his staff, uh, the best in town. Check him out again. That's uh, that's located at 609 South Main Street here in Stillwater. Give them a call, 405 269 or check him out at downtownbarbershops.com. Welcome into the Pokes Report podcast. Zach Lancaster here alongside Marshall Levinson and Ryan Breeden. It's game week once again. Oklahoma State coming off their first loss of the season, 24-21 to Iowa State on the road. One of the best games I think we've seen all year. Now, there there were some interesting bits, you know, some questionable calls, uh, questionable play calls, questionable referee calls. Um... But but certainly one of the better games I think we'll see all year. Two of the best defenses I think you'll see. Uh, Oklahoma State looking to bounce back. They got a six o'clock kick on FS1 homecoming against Kansas. I think we're all pretty excited to see what their homecoming uniforms or helmets are going to be. But um, it, it I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. It, it should be a lot of fun. Marshall, uh, what's going on, bud? You know, not a whole lot. Um, good week so far. Yeah, pretty good week. You didn't blow away today. I well almost it was lost close. Hat. My hat did.
1: My hat almost went down the street. The um that was an interesting one. Had to go chase that down. Yeah. But, we got um, uh,
0: we got Harry Potter with us.
1: Yeah, we do. Ryan's uh it's a good decked looking out costume. in the, the Harry yeah. Potter
0: fit. Um I grew when... I grew up in the middle of Harry Potter, all right. I okay. I was in the uh fourth grade, I think, when when Harry Potter first came out, third or fourth grade. We'd go to like the like
1: nineteen yeah, uh, seventy
0: eight uh, or seventy nine. Yeah. seventy eighty two <laughs> actually. Uh, I don't okay. actually remember when the first book came out. I think it was like uh. nineteen eight, ninety nine, I think, somewhere around there. Um, but we had we had one of the last normal Walmarts in the in the state of Oklahoma and they actually did a midnight book release. It was nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven, okay. So um but they they did a midnight book release and we'd go to every one of them so uh, i appreciate your harry potter costume
2: i was told that i have the face shape to be harry potter and especially with the rounded glasses i've i've been told by multiple people that mm-hmm. i look like harry potter in this costume and i will say I'm going to turn
0: your volume down and i want to hear your best uh expecto patronum i'm, I'm just kidding i wasn't
2: saying say is that, <laughs> um I'm just, I'm just
0: kidding uh so he's a wizard uh, you put up a, a really good article, and I, I want to dive into I want to dive into the homecoming aspect of it, the, yes. his, the history aspect uh, of Oklahoma State football. I, I, I will say I was genuinely shocked when I when I really dove into the game notes and saw that Oklahoma State is fifty five thirty eight and six when it comes to homecoming. It, it's pretty misleading, isn't it? it? is not it? I mean,
2: when you go back just the last
0: thirteen years.
2: Oklahoma State is ten and three in homecoming mm-hmm. games and Coach Gundy is
0: fourteen and five. So what you're saying is Mike Gundy has brought a lot of success and probably deserves a five year perpetual rollover contract. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean to some okay. some people, to, to some people's disagreement. Um And that's good. We'll get into that in a minute because there's there's new aged Oklahoma State fans and there's old aged Oklahoma State. Fans. There's a lot of
2: people. I will say this, even though I'm only 20 years old. Um, my dad was the biggest Oklahoma State fan I knew, and he would always tell me about the dark ages of Oklahoma State mm-hmm. football. The o- 010 in one. O- one season yeah. was always his uh yeah. poster child for that. And you know, there were some dark days of Cowboy football. You Absolutely. know, when you look back to the 50s, the 60s, the 90s. There was some rough stuff there, man. And, and the 55, 38, and 6, a lot of that record has to do with those eras. And, I mean, something else, too, that I found very interesting. This is going to be the 12th time, I believe, that Oklahoma State plays Kansas in homecoming. Mm-hmm. And the record is 4-7. and seven. It's weird. 4-7 and seven against Kansas in homecoming games. But five of those seven losses came in the 50s and 60s. It's an outlier, man. Just, I mean, honestly... Just in the long term, in the scheme of Oklahoma State football, since two thousand and like seven, since Gundy's been here, mm-hmm. is the outlier, you yeah. know. And people forget to understand that. People forget that, you know. Like this is the best era of Oklahoma State football we've ever had. And
0: that's where. And I think I, I talked to I talked about it with Marshall um, last week or the week before. Uh, I I had to word it carefully because I don't want to say old age Oklahoma State fans. Um, however, it is. Kind of ironic that the older fans are the ones that understand it right there that you have the new aged fans, you have the old age fans, which you, you I think a, a program needs two factions of fans, you have mm-hmm. an older faction and a younger faction, a newer faction rather. You have the fans that remember the O10 and one. You have the fans that lived through the 60s and through the 70s and the early 80s and then the 90s, the probation period, the the other than the less miles wins against Oklahoma, the early 2000s, and then you have Mike Gundy come in, and there were a couple of couple of down years, but the the record number of bowl games. You look at the record number of bowl wins. You look at all the ten win seasons. You look at you know Oklahoma State is consistently in the top twenty five, if not the top fifteen, and sometimes the top ten. Been in the top 10, 10 years of ten out of the last fourteen years. And that's where the that's where this new aged faction of fans come in, is with you know we I think I, th- I think it was Marshall, um, and it might have been on my radio show or no I might actually it might have been um, it might have been our pregame show on Saturday. The group of recruits right now, the Mm -hmm. the commits, and then the the 2013 class or the the 2023 class and the 24 class, they have never known bad Oklahoma State football. Exactly. Ever. They've grown up with great Oklahoma State football. And so there's this new group of fans since Oklahoma State has gotten good that have only known talented, good Oklahoma State teams. And so they expect, well, what's the next logical step? Winning more Big 12 championships with winning comes expectations. Playoffs. Absolutely, That's so I so I understand it all. Like I, for me, I'm I'm in the middle. I was born in '91. I lived through a lot of bad Oklahoma State football. I've lived through a lot of really good Oklahoma State football. Yep. So I understand the frustrations. I understand the fans that are like, y'all need to chill out. This is the best we have ever had, and it continues to get better. You can see it from both sides. You know, if you were to approach an
2: Oklahoma State alum or a fan back in the '90s and ask them how they'd feel about even just having a 500 season and going to a bowl game, they'd be over the moon about they'd that. Sell their firstborn yeah. child. Absolutely. And then my then dad the, would have sold me. Yeah. And then on the the contrary, I mean, if you were in this. Era of Oklahoma State football, and you were to say, "Hey, how would you feel about Oklahoma State going o ten and one next year?" Right, I the whole staff needs I think, to be fired. I think after five weeks, we probably would just cancel our podcast and just take down our website mm-hmm. because at that point, what are you even going to talk about? Absolutely, you're, you're going on oh and seven, o and eight, o and nine, like that. That would just we like us as younger Oklahoma State fans have no idea what that's like, mm-hmm. and I hope to God that I never have to see O ten and one.
0: Well, I mean, you look at you look at the expectations this year, and you struggle against Missouri State, you struggle against Tulsa, you struggle against Boise State. You know, you you beat Kansas State by not much, you beat Baylor by not much. You know, I mean, there's I think at the at the start of the year before, I mean, they're six and one, so I mean, I I guess. Anything is possible. You could lose out. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's a good chance they go into OU with just one loss. Mm-hmm. But even then, I think there's a group of fans that would be unhappy with going into Bedlam with one loss simply because of how they've gotten their wins. And they had like five years ago, like I, one of my buyer sells this afternoon uh, on on our show here at Triple Play Sports was buyer sell Oklahoma State finally hits that 40-point mark this season against Kansas. I think there's a really, really good chance because you've got Kansas that's coming off probably the best game they've played in the last six years. So Oklahoma State knows what it looks like to overlook this Kansas team. I don't think they're going to do it. They're coming off a game at Iowa State where there were a couple of deciding factors that you end up losing that game by three, right? You missed two field goals. Should you have even have kicked – the second field goal you had the you know you throw behind the sticks you uh you you clearly ended up past the first yard down the first yard marker at the end of the game but you couldn't see the ball in the replay so that's so it's obvious well it's going to be a turnover on downs there were, there were multiple times in that game that that left you kind of scratching your head wondering you know should they they should have won that game they could have won that game. So Oklahoma State's going to be hungry. You know, the undefeated season is no more. Mm. They're going to be ready to go. I think it's possible they have 35 points by halftime. I think Spencer's going to have a really good game. I think Jalen Warren's going to have a really good game. This defense is obviously way better than OU's defense, so the KU offense isn't going to have near the success. And so I I think this game could be really, really good. I think they could finally hit that 40-point mark. But you go back five years – and if we're talking about, well, do you think they'll hit 40 points? And it's like, yeah, they'll have 40 points by the middle of the third quarter. Yep. They, you know, this team is putting up five, 600 yards of total offense, and they're scoring 50, 55, 60 points a game. And now, I, what is it? Uh, let me see here. Schedule. I would guess. Uh, Pokes report. I love it. Uh, 32 points is the most they have scored all season I line. would
2: guess, just off the top of my head, that the points per game average is sitting somewhere around twenty-six uh would probably be my guess well, let's look that For up. us right now yeah, yeah. i'll look it up
1: say 22.
0: it's more than that i think i mean because
1: there's, because there's been a couple because of games. How they've How only, many times have we scored 30.
0: uh only it's it, twice but it's there's 23 28 21 31 24 32 so i, I, I guess it's probably 26.
1: 24
2: 25 yeah
0: yeah give it give or take and then the last one obviously 21 so there's been some low scoring games there's no doubt about Here, it. here's the it's they're, not going to be more than 27, though.
2: Here's the reality of that, though, and okay. I've kind of... What would you say? 26. What What'd you say? Probably like
1: 24. I originally said 22, but after looking at that, probably like 24-ish. 25.7. Okay.
0: And they're holding I opponents... I was almost spot on. And they're holding opponents to 20 points.
2: I would say, here, here's the deal with that. This team's identity is different than any Oklahoma State team we've seen... 100%. ...in 12, 13-plus years, you know? Absolutely. I mean... Mike Gundy knows what his team is good at. He knows what their strengths are and he knows what they're bad at, what their weaknesses are, you know. And as right now, the strength number one is the defense. And we thought that the defense was gonna be a strength last year in twenty twenty, and it was for the first five Games of the season or so, and then Texas comes to town and they score 41, and then obviously you have what happened in Norman last year too. But this this year's defense is truly something special. After you see what they've been doing now for seven games, and the defense is the strength. The special teams is pretty good for the most part, and the offense is a weakness. And I mean, I was when I was looking back at the um, homecoming. Like past homecoming games, the most recent homecoming game in 2019, um, there's only one member of the offense that has a big role that is returning from that game, and it's Spencer Sanders. Everyone else is either gone or hurt, mm-hmm. and like so, you have a lot of youth, a lot of inexperience, and a lot of inconsistency that comes with youth. So, and, and I
0: think that right there for me is the is the biggest hangup. It's it's not necessarily the youth or it's not necessarily the lack of talent because you look at the offensive line and and this offense if you look at it this offensive line has experience it has age mm-hmm. it has games where it just it blows you away with how well they play I mean Spencer uh three hundred was it 345, 44 yards something like that against Kansas State just somewhere around there really really good mm-hmm. and then you have games where. And and that's where my frustration comes in with some of these fans that want Spencer Sanders pulled. They're like, well, I don't, he can't do anything. He's he's just running for his life and he's he's throwing interceptions. Spencer Sanders is the reason that they've they've won quite a few games because there there are games that if Shane Illingworth, like Baylor's the perfect example. If Shane Illingworth were in the game, he'd have been sacked eight times. Yep, because he's just not mobile. And right. I love Shane and I think Shane is going to be a really really big part of this offense for for a few years. But there have been at least three games where, combined, he'd have been sacked Mm -hmm. 19 times, maybe more, because the offensive line has just been so inconsistent. And for me, that's the biggest hang-up, is just the inconsistencies. And,
2: and, you know, I think they've been able to find, Coach Gundy and the staff been able to find a way to make their strengths work in these games, you know? like they Basically, what what it seems like to me is the mentality going into these games, especially with teams that are really good, is, you know what, we're going to drag our opponent, whoever they are, into the ugliest game of their season and make them fight for everything that they earn. Even if they score a touchdown or if they kick a field goal, they're going to have to fight their way all the way down the field and run four, five, six, seven, eight plays in the red zone to get down there. And over the course of a game, that wears on you, you know, especially with a defense as good as Oklahoma State. So Texas.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's a
2: perfect example. Exactly right. And so you just force these teams into the ugliest games that they're going to play all year and then just keep your offense in it and keep the team in it just long enough for the offense to make that one or two or three explosive plays needed down the stretch to win the game. And that's what the formula has been. And I, it's worked for the most part, you know, as as well as it can. Mm.
1: I mean, I think this this game you should blow the doors off Kansas. Agreed. That's I mean, the, if that doesn't happen, then if 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 you don't blow the doors off Kansas, then I don't know what you do. I think I mean, I, I think mean, go I, I think into at that it point, cautiously. Like yeah, like you don't go in. You're not just going like Hail Marys. Every no, because because you, you
0: saw what they did against OU. I don't think that game will ever happen. But but you do go into it cautiously, simply be like, I you go into it cautiously. You don't mm-hmm. overlook them. But I I think that, and I didn't. I took it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I think it was just coach speak. I think Gundy was way off when he said it's going to be yeah. the fourth quarter. Was it I a think think it, peculiar statement? Absolutely.
2: It was. Co- it's coaching. Me and Ryan were talking about this. Speak.
0: I was saying, like, every – because people people were saying
1: – people on Twitter oh, were, they lost were their griping minds. about, like, <laughs> like oh, my God, minds. is this really what our coach thinks? No, that no, is not. not if you were that. to ask Gundy – You if he, think that. If you were to go talk to Gundy in his office right now off the record and say, like, yeah, what do you think this score is going to be? He's going to say, like, yeah, I'm hoping this is 50 to nothing. Agreed. Like like, he doesn't actually think this is going to be a fourth quarter game, but he would also get hate for saying, like, yeah, we're going to beat them 50 to nothing. Like, yeah, people are going to criticize a coach no matter what he says. if it's a
0: 35 to 24 game, yeah, then you're like, and then it's like, well, you were supposed to do that to Kansas State. You were supposed yeah. to beat Missouri State and Tulsa, and that didn't happen.
1: And so, yeah, I was telling Ryan, I was like, every coach whether it's for a season, whether it's for a a stretch of years, whether it's for a career, whatever it may be, every coach has a slang term or a phrase that they say, this year for Gundy, it's it's going to be a fourth quarter game. Which, I looked at Ryan, I was like, technically... Any it. game is going to be a fourth quarter game because they will be Kansas State and or Kansas and Oklahoma State will be playing football you in will, the fourth quarter of will this football game. You
0: will get there. There uh, will be snaps in the fourth quarter, yes, which are therefore
1: makes sad. it a fourth quarter football
0: game. So if if you look, not at that it, it will be much of a game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like it, I think you'll see like, Shane the final two drives. You know who I want to see, Gunnar Gundy. You won't see Gunner. I want to. You won't. I, I you. I we'll see, want we'll, to. We'll see Bullet okay, before we see what, Gunner.
1: What about this? What about this? And now, and you're probably right. You're probably right. What if it is 35? Say it's 35 nothing in halftime. Mm-hmm. Spencer doesn't play. Spencer Spencer may not take a snap.
0: You think he plays have like you? The, have you watched a Mike Gundy coached football team okay. ever? Yeah, Spencer. But it doesn't matter what the score is. Spencer will play. Out there they always come for, like, he's out. He's going to go out there for another drive or two. If half. if if Oklahoma, it doesn't. If Oklahoma State's up like 40 to nothing, then he will. It, oh, Spencer Sanders will play every snap. Every offensive snap, if healthy, of the third quarter, and most likely half of the fourth quarter. Yep. Maybe. And you'll see Shane Illingworth the final two, maybe three drives of the game. All right. What? <laughs> the only situation. So what? What score in the
1: first quarter does, or what score in the first half does Spencer not take a snap in the second half? I don't know if there God. is one.
0: I. I think there is, but I he, I don't I don't think I don't know how likely I, it is to get I there.
1: sincerely do not see Spencer playing in the second half if you go into halftime 40, see, 40 that, to nothing.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like there's no way. If if they're if they're up like forty to nothing, then there's a chance, but it, they won't be. And that's not a that, that's not I well, mean that's
1: just it's hard to score forty points and a half. Like yeah, there's just no but, not enough time for that.
0: But Mike Gundy, like consi- you go out through his career and consistently it's the starter for at least at the very least 3 quarters yep. of the game.
2: And where I was what I was going to say with that was the the most the best situation that they've ever had with a backup quarterback was when um Cornelius was backing yeah. up Rudolph and Walsh in like 2015. Well, and if you go era. to uh
0: 2017 there was a, and I think it was honestly I think it was homecoming against Kansas. um in Oklahoma 15. State, well, no, I'm talking I think it was in 17. Um, Oklahoma State just beat the brakes off of him, and Mason was in the game for, I, I honestly I think Cornelius had like maybe two drives. The Baylor homecoming game in seventeen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he right. had like two drives. Yeah,
2: Cornelius is like the best example. He was he was a very formidable backup, and even still, I'm going to pull up the box score now. It's not like Cornelius would come in and take. It was 59 30 to 30 16 in, in that game.
0: Yeah, I think he took like. 10, less than 10 snaps.
2: Cornelius threw the ball twice. Yeah,
0: and, he, and I think he had a pretty good run, too. Did he have – I may be thinking yes, of a different he game. he did. He had a 40-yard run. Yeah, that and that, like, it was one drive. Like and, – and I'll say this. I'll, I'll, I'll take this to my grave. Taylor Cornelius was supposed to start the Baylor game in 2014 over Mason. Like, it, it was it, – they they were set to start Cornelius, and I think, like, on Wednesday or Thursday of that week, they elected to start Mason. If Taylor Cornelius and, – and it never would have happened because a lot would have had to have happened. He would have had to have gone to every football camp in the world. You know, He'd have had to really pour into recruiting. But if Taylor Cornelius had the amount of snaps that Mason Rudolph did, and I'm not talking about just one year. If Taylor Cornelius played four years of football like Mason Rudolph, Taylor Cornelius – would be one of the best quarterbacks in Oklahoma State history. Okay, I he see. had he had a stronger arm than Mason. He was incredibly mobile. He was smart. He was big. He could take a hit. And Mason, while he was incredible with a deep ball, had his limit. He couldn't move. His his intermediate route was awful. And he had yeah. James Washington. If Taylor Cornelius had four years of football instead of Mason Rudolph, Taylor Cornelius would be in the NFL right now. See, that
2: could be considered.
0: A, and hot it's, take, it's a hot take. It's not a hot take. It's the greatest. I, when you look take.
2: at when you look at his 2018 stat line. What are his numbers? So in in a 2018 season that he caught so much grief for. Sixty percent completion percentage. Three thousand nine hundred seventy-eight passing yards. Thirty-two touchdowns. Thirteen interceptions.
0: You cannot tell me if he had four years of football. You know what I want to do? That he would not be one of the best quarterbacks in Oklahoma State history. You know what I'm going
2: to do? I'm going to go pull up Mason Rudolph's stat line from 2015, his first full season yeah. as a starter, and
0: I want to Pull it up, okay? So, and how many? Go back to Cornelius. How many rushing yards did he have? Let me see. I mean, it's not a lot, a lot, but it was a, it was a considerable amount for a quarterback. It was probably more than you're going to think. 406. How many touchdowns? Um, ten. So almost, well, not all. Yeah, almost forty-five hundred yards of total and offense. These, these
2: samples and forty-two touchdowns. This sample size is pretty similar for Cornelius. And, and what's Mason, uh, Rudolph too? So Mason's first year. So first, first, first I'll full say, year. Cornelius threw four hundred eighty-five passes. Rudolph threw four hundred twenty-four. Okay, mm-hmm. so Cornelius threw about sixty more. Um. So Rudolph had a 2% better completion percentage, which that comes with 60 less mm-hmm. attempts. He had 3770 yards, which is less. It's still good though. It's less and it would have if there would have been the 60 more throws, you figure he probably would have completed 37 of them roughly. So probably would have finished somewhere around the 4000 mark. 4100 40, 4150 something like that. 21 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Compared to 32 and 13 for Cornelius,
0: and he was a four star. And I love Mason. What Mason did for Oklahoma State football can never be, uh, can never be overlooked because he Oklahoma State is where they are now because of what Mason Rudolph did and because of what James Washington did. Taylor Cornelius would have been a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. I think that's very Period. interesting.
2: That is really interesting. I've never heard. Period. I have never heard that take before. I've and said I it think it's kind of. Times. I think it's kind of fun. I think that's kind of fun. How am I wrong? I think it's kind of fun, you know. It's something that you have to, it's you the, have to really think about it. It's you know? the
0: ultimate Oklahoma State conspiracy, because he caught so much grief. And I remember the first time I brought this up because it was this year. Yeah, uh, we, we talked about it. We've talked about it. I brought it up on the on my radio show, and and I and I said it, and they were like, "What are you talking about? That's the that's a stupid take." And I said, "You know how many yards? You know what he did that year? Yeah, he threw for like." Twenty nine hundred yards, and no I was way. like, he was a few yards shy of four thousand yards. Yeah, he completed more than sixty percent of his passes. He rushed for almost five hundred yards, and ten. He had forty two total. He had forty two touchdowns. Yep. If Taylor Cornelius had four years, one year. one he'd year as a the, he would. It'd be like Brandon Whedon, Taylor Cornelius. Okay. That, that was, that's fun. Insane.
2: That's really fun to think about, well, actually. And, and look and at how good his best he was. Games. He played his yes. best games against the best teams.
0: Yeah, what did he do against OU? Because he had, best games,
2: they nearly won that game. They,
1: did that team have a better winning, win percentage
2: against ranked teams than unranked? Yes. I think they did. And I think Which I, saw makes stat, no sense, I saw a stat, I saw a stat that, um, that season that Taylor Cornelius was the best quarterback in the country against ranked teams. Yeah, yeah. he was. He had the best, like, what were they, like, 4 and 1. Listen o- to this stat line. It was only OU and that was like the, the two point conversion, right? Yeah. On the road at number 6 OU, Taylor Cornelius, 34 for 53, 501 yards and three touchdowns. I'm
0: telling you. That is and insane. He was, no he interceptions. Was, and he was 2 inches from completing that that two point conversion to to win that game.
2: And that's all that anyone remembers from that game either. Yeah. They don't remember the five. Oklahoma State yards, fans touchdowns. a bunch
0: of haters, man. Taylor Cornelius is a dog. Oh my god. N- I'm, n- I'm, yeah, I'm getting I'll riled up. We got way off we got way off track. No,
2: I like I that. don't even know
0: how we got there.
2: I like that a lot, actually. I don't, I don't
0: even know how we got there. But it's it's a homecoming thing. I mean, Taylor what did he what did Taylor Cornelius do at homecoming? I'm pulling that up right now. It was Texas, wasn't yep. it? Yep. That so the, he that was up, the, game that was the crazy, crazy game. He went nuts. So he Texas? upset top 10 Texas. Yep. And then yeah, they were number what? Six? Six? Yeah. They were number six. And then that also, was in Thailand. Before I say this, that one.
2: Literally a week or two later, they also upset West Virginia.
0: Yeah. It and was that was a great. It was uh, AJ with a bat over uh, David Sills yep. in the end zone.
2: Taylor Cornelius in the homecoming game against Texas. And somehow what, lost what, to like. What ranked Texas? Six Sixth ranked. Okay.
1: And somehow lost to like four or five
0: unranked teams.
2: 23 of 34, 321 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. I'm
0: telling you. I'm How t- many I think he had a rushing touchdown two. too. Two. Two rushing touchdowns. So, five total five touchdowns. touchdowns. And they scored 38 points. So, my god. Taylor Cornelius, one of the best quarterbacks in Oklahoma last, state history.
2: One last one for you. Last thing before we go back on track. As I mentioned, just a couple weeks after that, upset number 9 West Virginia 45-41. Mm-hmm. Taylor Cornelius, 30-46, 338 yards, five touchdowns, two picks.
0: I'm telling you. And, and I can forgive the interceptions because so that to, was his first full year of football. So if you were to average
2: that all out, just in terms of touchdown-interception ratio against top nine teams in the country, he ha- it's what, five, ten, 13
0: touchdowns, two picks? That's pretty good if you ask me. That's pretty good. And people really wanted good. Spencer to play over
2: Cornelius. And also in that game, I will mention, um, he had the five touchdowns and two interceptions, but he also had 13 carries for 106 yards and a touchdown. I'm ta- so, and people wanted Spencer yards to play. To carry.
0: I like Spencer, but Cornelius is one of the best quarterbacks in Oklahoma State history. I,
2: will say, I think that if uh, Spencer Sanders started that entire season,
0: Oklahoma State would
2: maybe They'd have, won four have games. Not, probably not made a bowl
0: game. They'd have won four or five games. And I like mm-hmm. Spencer, but... Spencer is what he is. And he was
2: a, he would have been a true freshman at that time. So it would have been like Oh my god. It really is, throwing him to the wolves. Well,
0: there. look at what he did the next year against Tech. That would have been every game. I'd prefer not to. That think that'd, that'd think that have been every game. That and, game was not fun. And I and I feel like and I'll take some responsibility because I watched Spencer play a lot his senior season in high school. Spencer had one of the best senior seasons of high school football Unreal. that I have ever seen. Unbelievable. I watched a lot of games in person. He could do whatever he wanted against anyone. Texas five A football, some pretty damn good football teams. Yeah. Uh Gatorade high school player of the year out of Texas. Um Spencer never got to that point. And I don't and 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 he's 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 the reason that they've won. Uh, a lot of football games. The past you can couple still of years. see just like the raw playmaking
2: ability that he yeah, has. That doesn't go away. Like that, He's a big player. Every guy. once there. in a while, he'll rip off like a thirty-five
1: yard run. Yeah, it's, that it's there. Like, and then he rips off that throw the other day to shoot to Brennan and, and, Tay. Tay? and Tay. That throw
2: he made to Tay was the best throw that's I've the ever single,
1: seen. Him that's make. the single best say, throw in his career.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's and, number one. And when one you look at it, right there.
1: it was effortless. Yeah. Like he would like it was just flick of the wrist, put it on a rope.
0: And then you get to Baylor and he couldn't throw to anyone but Baylor. So yeah. like it just yeah. and, and I like Spencer. I'm not knocking Spencer, but at this point Spencer is what Spencer is. He's yeah. not going to be any better than he is. He'll have a game where he'll go out there and he'll have a Miami game. But it's not going to be consistent, Mm. you know. I mean, I mean, you look at what he's done this year, and it's been very pedestrian. I put it lightly. I've kind of talked with Marshall about this, and I've
2: kind of developed a Spencer Sanders algorithm, if you will. Any given three game sample, Mm -hmm. if you take three games at a time it will typically go something like this. You will get an average game from Spencer Sanders, which is usually around 50%, 55% completion percentage, 200 yards, a touchdown or two, and an interception. Right? Pretty average game. Iowa State. Yep. He will have a below average game. Boise State. Where he has a bad completion percentage, maybe turns the ball over more times than he does throw touchdowns, uh, under 200 yards. And then he'll have a... Really, really good game, Kansas State. Three hundred plus yards, multiple touchdowns, limited turnovers, makes plays with his legs. You know, it's one of those things. It's, it's any three game set. Typically, that formula will
0: roughly translate in there to, somewhere. To get there, you would need you would need a four game sample. You have Kansas State. He was twenty two to thirty four, three hundred forty four yards, two touchdowns, one on the ground. Baylor. He was thirteen to twenty three, one hundred eighty two yards, one touchdown, three picks. Texas, he was nineteen to thirty two, one hundred and seventy eight yards, one touchdown, one pick, one on the ground, one touchdown on the ground, and then Iowa State. One of well, his, you,
1: you, there's your three game stretch. Those three you just said, yeah, but you he had,
0: has, yeah, but he hadn't had like a, a just a. Those are I, I consider those below average because Baylor. Well, what, was, what was the first? I'd one? say that Texas game was pretty average.
1: Yeah, that Texas game is like pretty. I mean, you almost have two hundred yards. You're one and one with the rushing it's touchdown. Okay. It was
0: okay, right? But he's had But like that Baylor that
1: game was way worse.
0: Yeah, but to me, like. An average Spencer game would be like two, like a, a average to slightly above average is two hundred and twenty five yards. Okay. Like his Iowa State game was re- like just a very solid game. Yep. It wasn't his best yep. game, but it was a, a very good game. What did he have against Kansas State? Three hundred and forty four. So yeah, that's his Statistically great. That's, that's one his, of his best. That's games. his
1: great game. And then I think, in my opinion, Texas is the average game, and well, I think Baylor was the the weak one.
0: This this year has been all below average. But I, but I think a, a a typically average Spencer where he's not making mistakes is two hundred like his best when he's average is two hundred to two hundred and forty yards, give or give or take. Mm. And I like Spencer. I, I think he's a good kid. You know he's not gonna he's not gonna pass the buck. But Spencer is what Spencer is. Yeah. Now with that being said, it's very possible Spencer could throw for four hundred yards against against Kansas. That would now, be
2: great. I think he could really I think he could really use that.
0: However, I don't think he'll get the chance because I I think I I did say on the show today that he throws for more than 300. Okay. I think Tay Martin has more than 100 receiving yards. I think Brennan Presley has more than 100 and if he doesn't, he's in the 90s. I think that Rashad Owens is going to have a decent game. Uh Jaden Bray is back. I think he he has a decent game. I think you throw the trio of the Green Twins and Braden Cassidy in there, and I think Spitzer could easily get to three hundred. But you look at the you look at the running game, and that's where Oklahoma State like it. You look at Kansas, and they're giving up. Let's see rushing. On the flip side, while you grab that, I two, think they're giving up two hundred and forty-five yards. On the I, I think that Jalen Warren might rush for two hundred. Jalen Warren could rush for two hundred and fifty yards.
1: This might be a day where.
2: And and it may not allow. Spencer
0: you might to not throw even have to throw
2: either. the ball that much.
0: You might not.
1: I think this is a day where Zach Middleton may get his carries. I hope so. Yeah, Zach, I can see. Zach, I hope so. I think that'd be cool. I think Jalen first and second quarter. Dom and Dez, third quarter. Jaden Nixon and Zach Middleton. Go get a few carries in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's and that's where it gets kind of weird because and, I don't. And
1: that's every one of your running backs outside of LD.
0: Because I don't think that I don't think Spencer should play in the second half. I don't think there's going to be a reason to, but Mike Gundy is going to play Spencer in the third, probably some of the fourth. Jalen Warren shouldn't have to play in the in the second half. He's the one guy that you should pull out of there Absolutely. as soon as you can. Uh, and and even then, I could see him play in the third. You know, I, I don't think he should, but I there's could I could
1: see it. few guys that I don't think should be playing past the second. If I'm going to go up, with the secondary. If you're up
0: <laughs> by... 21
1: points. If you're, I was going to say, if you're up by 24 at halftime, there's probably a group of, like, 8 to 10 guys who I would say do not need to touch the field in the second half.
0: Yeah. Most of Agreed. which are on defense. Yeah, and you'll see but the first drive, I think. Because it, it needs to be a starting point. If it's 24 or more... Then you'll see a driver two, and then they don't. That's need fine. To but if it's if it's below that, then I see, You'll probably play this. I would want to see
1: Spencer come out. I would want to see Jalen Warren come out. Yeah. Tay Martin yeah. get off the field. Brent Presley. This, a, this is a. This is a. Off the, Malcolm Rodriguez leave. Brock Martin. Colin Oliver. Brock Martin. This uh This is Tyler a. Tyler Lacey go. This is a. Take J, a shower.
0: Jaden Bray, Corey Black, Jabbar Muhammad. Yes. You know Sean Michael Flanagan game. Yes, and those exactly. games
2: are. Those games would be really good that's, for development um, for those guys. What I will Mason say, Cobb. Mason, well,
1: yeah. yeah. Mason the Cobb could have 15 tackles in the half second half. Of, <laughs> he's going to hurt some, he's going to hurt somebody. He's there's going to be a Kansas dude that probably shouldn't be playing power five football that's going to get hurt by Mason Cobb. Um I think this is a very very important game. Like the de- the skill guys, yeah, the development is always there, but in practice they at least get rotations. Agree. This is a game that I hope we see some like good reps for guys like Caleb Etienne. And some of those younger – Taylor Maturko, like we know what Taylor Maturko is. He, he's a solid
0: he – Needs to play, though. He's
1: solid, yeah. But I, I do – I mean, I want to see him get some snaps. Whether it be right tackle, left tackle, it doesn't matter. Um, but I think Caleb Etienne, getting some snaps is going to be good. And then you've got guys um, – like I think this is probably where you maybe experiment with – not necessarily experiment, but see what you have – with um, Silas Barr running routes sure. instead of just blocking. Fair. Um, see what he can do running some routes. I'm sure they know what he can do a little bit from practice, but get in a live situation because, um, I mean, obviously they're they're transitioning to that Cowboy back. And then um, uh, Bennett, um, uh, Logan Nobles, um, any of those those Put Silas younger, Barr
0: back at tackle. Shoot, I mean, <laughs> hey.
1: Yeah, I mean put put some of those guys in and get some solid rotation, some healthy rotation at offensive line. Agree. And I think that is very very good. Aiden Kelly, put him on defensive yeah. line. Um why you know what? Walk, Kendall Daniels, Lyric Rawls. Yeah. Stick them on the sideline and say, "Wait until I say go in and then do it quickly."
0: What I what I want to see is put Aiden Kelly at fullback. Oh dear god. Why would you if you need if you need a yard Iowa State you need you need two yards. Put Colin Oliver in the backfield. Yes, give the give the ball to you know. Put Hunter Anthony out there. I don't know about Colin. Get you a Sione Aussie. Get you a little get you a little five nine bowling ball. <laughs> give him the ball. Well, that's Jalen Warren. Remember, give, uh, James, yeah, but remember James <laughs> Castleman in 2014. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That worked me, out pretty well. Give me well, a nice man. little trick play. Go. Don't throw two yards behind the stick. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with
2: who they drew that play up to Brennan Presley he was having an amazing game if there's someone and if there's someone and if there's someone the you, you, you want to trust in like a short yardage get some separation make some space situation but at least at least yeah people try and I don't, to get I don't to know if any of the oh people God. that are
1: going to be listening to this are the ones that said this on Twitter but if you're one of the people that criticized the play by saying why would you throw the ball in that situation to the 59 guy you're crazy well and he got we there. just watched him and hour before that absolutely annihilate two dudes in the air and just moss them. And we're oh, talking yeah. about two corners if who were like six one
0: plus. If you're curious about that, Brennan Presley had the number one catch yep, on you on got Moss.
1: Yeah. If you're criticizing the play call for it's going to a five nine guy, shut up. Yeah. That was no that, no, that was
2: I, I absolutely that was
1: a good play call. I, but, I enjoyed well, seeing
2: in shot up to
1: relatively Brennan. it was a good it was a good play
2: call maybe want him to take an extra step or two forward before we catch that ball and you've been able to see the last 2 weeks Brennan Presley's um role in the offense has increased i will say this since, i've been impressed Texas.
1: i've been impressed and maybe it's a Spencer Sanders thing just the way he throws the ball cuz Spencer does have some zip on it even in short distances mm. but a lot of times Brennan sometimes in that those short quick passes it'll kind of Go through Brennan's hands or bounce off a little bit and he'll drop it. Have not seen that lately. No, and I think he's pretty much engulfed everything that's come his way. That goes
0: back to the Texas game, that goes back to Iowa State. And that's why I think that's why I think Brennan could have 100 yards receiving on Saturday because you look at the confidence level. I mean, he had two touchdowns on Saturday, there's only been one other game. Where he's had multiple touchdowns like that. And that was the bowl game last year. Mm-hmm.
2: And that was what you classify as the breakout game. But then there's one thing to go from being having the breakout game to being a consistent part Agreed. of the offense. So, you know? I, so
0: I think I think Brennan's gonna have a really solid game. You look at the you look at Kansas, they're averaging 150 yards on the ground, 151 on the ground. Um I I don't think I I don't think they'll get it. I mean you look at you look at what Oklahoma State's doing. Do you know how many yards Oklahoma State's given up on the ground this year? After I Iowa actually state? saw the chart. I think it's how like many what, wait, six, how, how it's
1: many did Iowa State have? No,
0: it's in the six hundreds, I think. Iowa State had a hundred s- uh they had no, you're Iowa saying State in total? Had, I yeah. How many they oh. they Iowa State had sixty seven okay. yards on the ground. Uh how many yards on the ground is o- average, average is Oklahoma State given up? Okay. okay. How many so games average. Seven. I'm gonna say eighty four ish, eighty five. you' say
1: Ninety one.
0: Ninety four. Okay, damn. Okay. I thought I saw Can- ninety I saw
1: ninety two I don't week, think so. Kansas
0: is getting over a hundred yards. If like you that. hold if you hold Iowa State and Brees Hall yeah. to sixty seven well, yards. Think about I mean, they're averaging what
1: you said ninety four yards. 94. And they've played Abram Smith, Deuce Vaughn,
0: Brees Hall, Bree Robinson. B. John Robinson.
1: The four outside of Jalen Warren. Yeah. The probably the four next top. And you I mean you didn't you haven't played TCU yet?
0: But and and Bijan got his yards, and TCU but TCU has some interesting stuff in going. TCU
1: has some interesting stuff going on at running back right now. That I'm pretty sure was like social media they drama. They have
0: some interesting stuff going on in a lot of areas. True. you heard But NIL you've played right four
1: now? of the top yeah Yikes. four of the top running backs in the Big Twelve, and you're averaging 94. less than 100 yards a game. 94.3, pretty 3. solid.
0: I don't I don't think Kansas gets there. Uh, Kansas is averaging 17 and a half points a game. Uh, passing yards, their average in 183 a game. If you look at Oklahoma State, now that's that's a little bit higher, their average in 222. They're giving up 222 a game. I don't think Kansas is putting up 400 yards total offense like they did against OU. There's a chance Alex Grinch is not going to be the defensive coordinator next year. Yeah. Because Lincoln Riley's going to LSU. I think take I think him, a lot of people would be okay with that. Please, would, please take him away. I, I think a lot of people would be okay with that. I would be ecstatic um, for two reasons for Lincoln Riley going to LSU. Sure. Does he make nine million at LSU? Ten or
1: eleven. Give it to him. Give it all. Give him all and money. then set four million off the side for coordinators. Alex Grinch. Please God, no. <laughs> please God, no. Leave Leave him in. Okay, um, let's hear it.
2: So let's hear your Kansas. I'm not stat. sure. Did you read my homecoming article like all the way through? I did. You did. So did I you, mean, I didn't read every single every single word. I was saying, word. so you so you probably will uh, have seen this already. I read a good so it may be it. something that Marshall won't know. This is like my Aflac trivia question, you if you will. Of
1: this, huh? You don't think I read your stuff? Did no. you read this? Most know, it? depends it's on what stuff. you're going to say. I don't know. If I don't I even know it. you put up an article yeah, today. I don't even know who you are, dude.
2: Okay, <laughs> can you tell <laughs> me? You're, you're not staff. You're barely
0: on staff. Can
2: you tell me the last time? The Kansas Jayhawks have won a road Big 12 football game. Do you remember seeing that in my story, Zach? Texas. No, that was at home. That was at home. I thought it was at
1: Texas. Was was, it was at home. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be like something like 2007 or something, isn't it?
2: Gonna <laughs> you're gonna have to. Th- you're gonna have to go back to the archives.
1: Home um, or sorry, away. A Big road 12 Big game. Twelve
2: game. When is the last time the Kansas Jayhawks I'm gonna have won a road yeah. Big Twelve game? How long have they been in the Big Twelve? <laughs> um, long time, pretty much forever.
1: When I'm gonna I'm gonna think completely about completely off the top of my head. Think
0: about when the last time Kansas was good at football.
2: 2008. The da- the date was November 29th, 2008. Gotcha. I was a senior in high school.
1: I was seven years old.
2: Do you know who the opponent was?
0: Don't say Oklahoma State. It, it was
2: someone not. who was not in this conference <laughs> Now, they beat O.S.U. and
0: They beat, beat Issue in Stillwater that year. Missouri. It was Missouri. It would, they, would be, be Missouri. they beat O.S.U. in Stillwater that year, though. It was creepy. I was at that game. I was on the north side, and they maybe had three or 4,000 KU fans, maybe a little bit more. Um, but towards the end of that game, the stadium was relatively empty. And they started their rock. I would feel so K-U. weird. But it resonated throughout the stadium. It was one like every hair on your body stood up. You got like goosebumps. It was creepy. And they whooped Oklahoma State. I mean, they whooped them. What was the score of that one?
2: I'm actually gonna. I actually have it pulled up right here. Uh, full games list. It was. Oh, it was November tenth, two thousand and seven, forty three to twenty eight. Yeah, Jeez. in
0: Stillwater, won by fifteen points. <laughs> it's crazy, and it didn't feel like that. It it wasn't. It didn't feel that. Since close. then, I
1: searched Oklahoma State, Kansas, two thousand eight. and It popped up with basketball when uh, Oklahoma State beat um, number four Jayhawks 61 to sixty one to six. That happens a lot. Well, Oklahoma yeah. State, yeah. yeah Mike, has Mike Boynton's is a j- <laughs> Mike
0: Points a Jayhawk killer. So it was well, Travis it was Ford. So. Oh yeah. No, I know. I'm just like, he said it's happened a lot, and I said, yeah, Mike Boyd. It has, man. He's Oklahoma State is that, that team that has Kansas's number. It's a conspiracy that I've been toying with. You know, Bill Self doesn't want to beat Oklahoma State. That's my, okay. alma, mater. It's my alma mater. I'm cool. here for all of the Zach Lancaster conspiracies. Well, I just made that one up. But I'll take my Cornelius conspiracy to the grave. It's not a hot take. It's fact. Taylor Cornelius... Is one of the best quarterbacks in Oklahoma State history.
2: I'm just going to go up to some random Oklahoma State fans and say that to them and see how they respond to me.
0: Well, and that's see, that's what I think. That's what frustrates. should I put a Twitter poll? Well, so if you if you did, you'd have to. Uh, how would you want me to phrase it? I I don't know if a Twitter poll would work because you there there's not enough characters to explain the context of why like enough time and then you'd have to compare the f- their first full seasons you know like
1: how about this if I say if Taylor Cornelius
0: would have started in 2000 No, if Taylor Cornelius instead, had the same amount of time as Mason if, if Taylor
1: Cornelius played out Mason Mason's career would, have would he have had better numbers or be been he a better already
0: corner. had better numbers
1: I mean yeah that's I crazy mean, man. It's crazy to think that you can get better yeah. than what Mason did in some of those. What what fr- Like some of his numbers are crazy. What frustrates me
0: about the I'm
1: going I'm going to try and type it up and before I tweet it I'm going to make sure it sounds yeah.
0: right. What what frustrates me about people and their thoughts about Taylor Cornelius is it's purely opinion based. It's not based on numbers. It's based on well he threw a couple of interceptions. We didn't beat OU that year. Look at his numbers. Look at what he did. Make a sound decision, yeah. Please, that's the hardest thing to do: is mm. making a sound. It decision. is. A, mo- a, a fans are that's it's why they're called fans or fanatics. Yep. they're they're emotional beings. They are. Um, before we before we get out of here, will they have throwback uniforms and helmets or just throwback helmets? I'm gonna say just a helmet. You think just a helmet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I hope both.
0: I think probably just helmet. Probably just a helmet. I would love to see. What was it? The 19... it want the 1909. 19... Yeah, the, with the A and the yeah, B. The that would be circle. so cool. People were
1: saying it looks like the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Why would you not want that?
0: I like that yeah, a lot. Tough. I don't care about that, but... I, uh, want, I want
1: either that one or I want the... Uh...
0: The early 1900s were slick. Yeah. They were good. That one would be cool the the I bronc want that rider one, would be or cool I want too. the
1: I want that or the 1960s to 2000 Well they the, won't go
0: bronc rider cuz they've worn those No no not that, they, not that
2: They did that on the white helmets though but there yeah, was but an orange rendition so of that So we got to I got
1: think a, they'll do it. I got to I don't know I don't know how true it is or whatever but I got a hint today that, that one th- Yeah the yeah. the helmets are like they're like a special um special helmet special helmet but that it wasn't it, the, this person didn't think that we had worn this, I don't know, I'm just going to say design. I don't know if it's letters or if it's a photo or, like, mm-hmm. shape or whatever. We had not worn that design since 2010. So in the last decade, we had not worn that design, which the 1909 would make sense. But
0: not saying that they've wore it in 2010, but in the last... In the
1: last decade, they he, have didn't, not he, did, he did not think, he, right. he was thinking off the top of his head, he did not
2: think that we had... Yeah, we know someone who knows what the helmet is, but they just won't tell us Bunch what it is. We try, we tried everything we could to I ask questions and narrow
1: it down. I think the 1909 or the 1960 to 2001. That's my favorite. Would be clean. That's
0: because that's like to it's me. It's like
1: the the baseball O with a that is state. What I'm calling it. I don't know what else to call it. Mm-hmm. The baseball O with the state, like curved through it. That's that's, that's, that's cool.
0: like my childhood right there. Like that's That to me is a super nostalgic. But honestly, though, like as much as I love that one, to me, that's academic Oklahoma State. Same. I don't view that as same, athletic with, same Oklahoma with the State. one that's in the
2: middle. The, I don't the view that the as here.
1: the yeah, that's the bat, like the. I honestly, um, I view academic Oklahoma State, the one that I just showed, as yep. this ugly thing.
0: Yeah, but that to me is the same thing. It's I mean, it's not, but it's I the mean, yes and yeah. I get, well, I get actually, what you're saying. actually, that it's academic and it screams wrestling. Yeah, the wrestling part I could. I completely see for agreed, sure. mm-hmm. but
1: I also think that's why it would be, you know what I somewhat random to football, which makes
0: you it you know what cool. they, my what I what I think they're going to do, mm. they're gonna they're gonna bring back the flaming brand.
2: No, they're not.
0: <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> oh, I'm speaking it into
2: exa- I'm I'm saying this with a plea.
0: Please don't. <laughs> because if you go back, they had it in so 2000s, last year. Last year they
1: pulled 2000s. they pulled from basketball with the cursive. The Do it on a cowboy? helmet? Which not, I still am not, not sure. Why not pull from, from uh, bring bring wrestling or another sport and then the slap fl- that on a helmet? Bring the,
0: Or just the interlocking OS, like baseball? Yeah, but they've done that before. No. I, I thought they did. That was this. Not the interlocking OS baseball. That was OS. This. Oh, I thought they did that. Oh. Okay. Well, I showed him earlier. Um, they did the OSU before, yeah, but never they, the they interlocking OS. That they
2: wore back in the um, early 70s. I maybe. will say,
0: I, you will never see OSU use another sports peep. Like there's a lot of people that want to see like no. swinging Pete. on the that, no. that, 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 really no, yeah, that would be dumb. That would be really dumb. that would be dumb. That'd be awful.
1: Never, you'll never see that. That would be. I awful. did. I did click on this earlier, and I said, imagine just a black the retro O, a black helmet with just that. Just a retro yeah, O. That'd
0: be good. That'd be that, or uh, there was one from the the '70s or '80s. I think it was the '70s. It's the white helmet, uh, and it's the brand. It's the classic Barry brand. But it's an orange outline with black filler. Yeah, I think they're going to wear that That's again. That's I think they are going to wear
2: that against TCU. I That's think they're going to go.
0: I want them to go the black throwback,
2: all berries. black.
1: Yeah, black jersey, black pants, yeah. black helmet with the white. I want to see the white lettering. I want to see white helmet. So they've with the never black
2: worn brand. the interlocking letters on a football helmet. I
0: thought they did that one time. No, they did. It, it's. Like I know. That, I know that. I'm looking at the other one, but it's. But they've never done interlocking OS. Okay
2: cuz I think that it's, At least not during Mike Gundy. I think How it's pretty that? much a given that when TCU comes
0: to town it, it's going to be, be a, a, black, be a black version of the Barry throw I don't I don't think they'll that's wear be so tough. Yeah, I don't I don't think they'll wear the white 88s, but I think they'll wear the cuz the I, reason I think they'll do the black is cuz it's going to be a blackout game that day. Yeah, and it's the I think it's the 87 uniforms.
2: And they have to have scheduled were, it to be
0: a blackout for a reason, right? Yeah, mhm. So and and for those of you that might not have seen they have started they have built the the podium the platform. Yes, and it's actually it's statue. not next to Boone like, statue I like in the I like West where End it's zone.
2: It's a little bit offset in It's the north it's northwest north, corner northwest corner
0: overlooking the the av- or uh, overlooking the nor- uh, the Washington it is Washington, right? Goes Which, through not uh Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, Hall of fame and, and fame. what's that and intersection there? It's not Washington, oh, is oh, oh, oh.
2: it? No, it's um
1: um not Monroe, it's no. one with next to Monroe I know we did. the one the entrance to
0: the football stadium yeah, yeah I know I I'm, just can't I'm think gonna of g- it. I'm gonna find it right Hester? now
2: oh I was just on it and they Ladies. just kicked me from the
0: I had to look it up the other day when I wrote the article and I still I was like no it is Washington you're right I thought so oh, yeah yep, you're the, right. the Washington Hall of it, it looks out towards that I'll yep. be, I'll be curious to see yeah uh, I I really want to know is it gonna be an action statue or is it going to be like Boone, where he's just standing? I think I you want have an to have I want an action statue. so ha- bad, give, man. Give me a. You know, actually, you know what? What it should be, it should it shouldn't be an action shot. It should be Barry's Heisman photo, him standing there, full pads, full uniform, uh, standing behind his Heisman trophy. I would be okay with that. Or put Barry in a Heisman pose. I was just about to say <laughs> they won't do that. That's so anti. That one would, that one would be cool. That's so anti Barry. Um, but I, I think it if if it, if it's not action, I want to see Barry in full pads, full uniform, standing his classic standing behind the Heisman Trophy picture. That would be pretty cool. That'd be real. Cool. I don't know if they'll
1: put the the Heisman look on what? it though. No,
0: I, well, no, I don't think it'll be the Heisman like. But no, I, no, I'm
1: not saying the Heisman pose. Right. I'm saying I don't think they'll like make, make the Heisman like picture a part of it though. Like not talking about the pose, but right. Him behind the photo. I think it
0: would be cool to do. Like one of just like a running See, I that's what I'm saying. Like if it's if it's not an action shot, if it's not him doing a cut yeah. or, you know, what they need to do is kinda like a I think is it Gordy Howe up in Boston that's uh that's diving? It may not be Gordy Howe, but um I could. I'm probably way off on that, but it needs to be buried, jumping over Colorado. Well, that's what I was. going to I was literally. Jump.
1: That was literally. Or the
0: jump against OU.
1: Yes, that was literally. I was gonna say I wanted to do the jump. The only.
0: Problem, or you could have
2: the infamous run down the sideline well, against OU. The only. The only.
0: The only problem the with doing uh, a jump photo. Is, you Have to worry about the other people on it, and it's but so that's, expensive. That
1: statue base did not look big just enough to do run down a, the sideline. That and statue base you. did not look big enough for it's no, a jumping. But so, it's going to be just him on
0: there. It, it's well, yeah. It's it's just going to be him. And if it's not him, if it's not him, like running the ball like that right there, it'll it'll be him. You know, just a kind of like kind of like Boone. Just I'll be there.
2: disappointed if that's the case. He'll
0: be in full uniform and pads, but it won't be. I think if it's not an action running shot, it'll be just him, just him standing there want some action, man. RIP. Uh, Score prediction. I'll let you go first.
2: Uh, I'm going to say 44-17. Okay. Okay.
1: One sec. uh, I'm going to go 49-13.
0: I was going forty five thirteen and I think I think they'll they'll have a an extra point block. Or it'll be uh it'll be, a touchdown, it be a touchdown and two field goals. If it's if it's not touchdown, two field goals, it'll be a blocked extra kick. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's Jason Taylor. <laughs> I would not be surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised if they scooped it and scored it. i am say is there gonna
2: be a defensive or a special teams touchdown? I think
0: there'll be at least at, at least two turnovers. And there, it's very possible you could see a defensive touchdown in this game. I, I think, I think Let's it's see. very possible you could see a defensive touchdown in this game. We'll see. It'll be. I, I think it'll be a fun game. It'll be a good game. Six o'clock, FS1, Homecoming, uh, for sure. Special helmets. Uh, I trust. Well, you'll for sure be at. Excuse me, at Homecoming and Hoops on Friday. Are you? Are yep. you guys both doing the walk around before? Or? Yeah,
2: for be sure. Around. I've got a pretty big. Agenda of things that I want to do tomorrow, nice. so it'll be a busy. All right. So just to check hours. on this Twitter
1: poll before I tweet it, let's hear. It. If Taylor Cornelius played out Mason Rudolph's career, does he end with better numbers slash career?
0: If you put that in the comments, you need to compare their first two seasons. Like put Mason's stat line, and then like in 2015, and then you need to put Corn's 2018 stat line.
2: So maybe yep. maybe enter in another tab there and say before voting go to comments
0: and look at stats something like it's it's a hard thing to it's a hard thing to tweet out because people are going to see that and they're automatically going to say there's no way in hell. They're going to they'll look at it emotionally and they they won't read the context. And that's that's why it's such a hard Twitter. I think it's a good poll, but I think it's a hard poll to years. get around. It's a it's a tricky, it's a difficult poll to get around. It really is because you can't quite convey what you're trying to say. Yeah. What what I want you to do, Marshall, when I when I email you this audio to mm-hmm. upload, I want you to to listen to it, mm-hmm. find where it is, and cut that bit out. Make it make a copy of the audio and cut that little bit out and put an audio clip up. Gotcha. On People it'll be fun, man. Wherever, okay, wherever you want, because that's that's the thing. Is I. It, it's obviously a conspiracy. It's something because it, it will never happen. You know, I think Corn's a backup in the Canadian Football League right now. Now, right,
1: so, Rand- so if Taylor Cornelius played out Mason Rudolph's career, does he end with better numbers/slash career? asterisks, mm-hmm. before voting, go look at each player's first starting season statistics
0: and then put that in a comment. Yeah, in the comments, I just put that at the
1: bottom of the tweet.
0: Well, no, but we'll need to. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm yeah, saying yeah. so put, yeah. in another it's
2: in mention that in the comments they can find the stat comparison, yeah, because then like then you should like just because
0: no one's gonna say, I'm gonna go look these up real quick. Yeah, They're just they gonna want, say, Hell no, I, I and all that, like to me, and, and there, there may not be another. There may not be another situation uh, at Oklahoma State similar to this. Like, you, you may not be able to look at another set of players, a, a starter and a backup, and be like, yes, if he played instead of him, they would have better numbers. Because Korn was a career backup. He was a walk-on most of his career. He stayed at Oklahoma State. He could have transferred and played somewhere else, but he just he stayed. I'm trying to think if there's anything even – Close. I'm so I'm saying I don't think there is. He had a great voice too. It, it, it sounded like he smoked like two packs a day. Yeah.
2: The only thing I can even remotely think of, is, and it like, wouldn't
0: surprise me if he did, right? Yeah, he's out. He's like the he's like that Kansas City quarterback in the '70s smoking cigarettes at halftime. You know, Corn's just 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 ripping sticks all day long, and he goes out there and rushes for 150 yards and throw for 400 yards. Only thing I can think of is the fact that Chris Carson was mostly
2: in the secondary running back role behind well, justice did, Hill, but there was did, a lot of injury, injuries, injuries involved. Healthy, and if he'd have been healthy, it, yeah, maybe. it's, it's weird. I, I don't there's know. There's no
0: man. one-to-one comparison. No, there's really not. There, there are, there are questions where you could be like, if JD King would have, if he would have played instead of so-and-so, he probably wouldn't have transferred. It was a Georgia Southern or something like that. Yeah. Um, if Tyron Johnson would have been at Oklahoma state, his entire career, you know he wouldn't have suffered like he did at LSU. I mean, there there's there are scenarios where you could be like what ifs, but there's no one to one comparison saying that Taylor Cornelius would have been better than Mason Rudolph. Yep. Mm, it's a fun one. It's it's what that's the kind of heaven I want. I want I want like a, a time machine scenario in heaven where you could be like, this is how this played out. But I want to know what happens, God, if, if it didn't. If it didn't, can we can we take a look at that real quick? Because I feel like you know they say like a a a day is X amount of time to God or whatever. Like if we could if we could go back and be like, all right, if Taylor Cornelius started against Baylor in 2014, what would his career? be? And you get to like you watch little snippets and Taylor he's he's accepting the Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy the end of his season. What about season. No, what I about just, what just,
2: about just, this really quick really quick one before we go? If Quinn Sharp's kick is called good against Iowa State, in see, I like the way
0: you phrase that. If it was called good, because it was good. If Quinn Sharp's kick is called a, they would have, they would have, they would have won a national championship.
2: I think year. if that's called good, obviously you've got. I think that I will go to my grave saying they would have won a national championship. But that's I will actually, also say that's a pretty one for one. I will there. also say that I think that would have changed everything have. where we're at now. I don't think it would be a situation where Oklahoma State's only won one bedlam game since then, haven't gone to a well, recruiting conference would have championship. Through recruiting the would have went insane. I think Oklahoma State probably would have been, since 2011, if they, that kick would have been called good, I think it would be pretty one-to-one with OU. Um, splitting conference titles, if, going, splitting playoff appearances.
0: If Oklahoma State wins the national championship in 2011 – there would be no 1945 national champion. No, because it's unnecessary. Yep. They're, it would just say it would
2: champion. just say 2011 national champions right there and you'd have the coach's trophy in the heritage hall and it'd be good. No one would care about 1945 because that wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Crazy.
1: I think a, and you I don't think you um said this part but they're rushing stats.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like yeah, Mason's first starting season had 35 yards rushing. And uh Taylor had four hundred
0: and six. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. It's interesting, man. I he think, would've had uh, a better career. It's crazy. It's it's interesting to think so, about So this is what the See right there. Already these jack wagons, you've had it up one minute and there's there's five no votes. Yeah. They're voting they're voting I don't I don't even know how they're They're doing it wrong. It's emotional votes I'm gonna
2: keep track of this Bunch and of jerks. Uh, it'll stay that way it'll it'll yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's like 83
0: percent no right now it'll end that way uh, and everyone that voted no if you're listening to this right now and you went to Marshalls Twitter and you voted no you're wrong <laughs> it's not an opinion it's a fact it's a fact Ooh, it's a fact I'm interested to see
1: this I, I expect this to be like well over 75 which nos.
0: blows my mind because they're not voting accurately.
1: Right, now, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just not updated. Mine is 100 percent now, on five. Yeah,
0: weeks. it hasn't uploaded. It hasn't updated because there's at least six right now. Oh,
1: that, oh yeah, twenty three. that's yeah, me. Seventy percent. That's a yes for me. Twenty seven percent. It just, it doesn't or make
0: seventy. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. I'll go to my grave with it. That's been the Pokes Report podcast. It's been a lot of fun. We all picked Oklahoma State to win. For Marshall Evanson, Ryan Breen, I'm Zach Lancaster. We'll talk to you next time here on PokesReport.com.